The book of Numbers is named for the Lord's instruction to Moses to count all male Israelites 20 years and older who could go to war. He numbered them first at Mount Sinai and then in the plains of Moab, counting 603,550 men, along with 22,000 Levites out of what may have been as many as 2 million Israelites. It tells of the Israelites' faithful experiences and rebellions, along with lessons they needed to learn as they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years before being allowed to enter the Promised Land. They needed to learn to be faithful to the Lord's servants, trust in His power, repent, and become His covenant people. Each man in the camp of Israel pitched his own standard or flag with the ensign of their father's house. The tabernacle was in the center with three tribes on each side. The Levites camped between them and the tabernacle with Moses, Aaron, and their families in front. The cloud of the Lord's presence guided them. They camped when it rested upon the tabernacle and moved when it lifted at His command, marching in their assigned order with the Ark of the Covenant in front. The ungrateful Israelites complained about many things, and the fire of the Lord burned those in the uttermost parts of the camp. They cried to Moses, he prayed, and the fire was quenched. The people grew tired of eating manna and lusted after the fish, cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions, and garlic they ate in Egypt. They ground the manna into cakes that tasted like fresh oil and wept in their tent doors, angering Moses and the Lord. Moses asked why he had not found favor in the Lord's sight and why the people's heavy burden was laid upon him. The Lord told him to gather seventy of the elders of Israel to the tabernacle, then came down and talked with them. He gave them the spirit to help share Moses' burden, and they prophesied. When a young man saw this, he ran to tell Moses, and Joshua said to forbid them. But Moses said, Would God that the Lord's people were prophets, and the Lord would put his spirit upon them. Moses told the people to sanctify themselves, but they wanted flesh instead of manna and wept in the ears of the Lord, asking, Why came we forth out of Egypt? The Lord then sent them quail in abundance, not just for a few days, but until it came out of their nostrils and became loathsome to them. When some Israelites gathered more than they needed, the Lord grew angry and sent a plague that killed many of them. Numbers chapter 12 verse 3 tells us that Moses was very meek, above all the men upon the face of the earth. Miriam and Aaron criticized him because he married an Ethiopian woman, and asked, Hath the Lord spoken only to Moses and not also by us? The Lord told them to come to the tabernacle, and he came down in the pillar of the cloud. He told them, Hear now my words. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision, and will speak unto him in a dream, mouth to mouth. He left with a cloud, and Miriam's skin turned white with a disease. Moses cried unto the Lord to heal her, and she was shut out from the camp for seven days until she recovered. The Israelites then left Hazeroth and camped in the wilderness of Paran. After two years they found the promised land of Canaan, and saw that it was inhabited. The Lord told Moses to send a man from each tribe to spy on the land, see how many people lived there, how strong they were, and to bring back fruit. They searched for forty days and returned with grapes, pomegranates, and figs. Ten of the twelve spies said the land flowed with milk and honey, 
But the people there lived in great cities with walls and were strong like giants compared to the Israelites who were like grasshoppers. The Israelites heard this evil report and wept that night. They murmured against Moses and Aaron and wanted to return to Egypt. The two other spies, Joshua and Caleb, rent their clothes and said, If the Lord delight in us, he would bring them into this land flowing with milk and honey. They told the Israelites to not rebel against the Lord, who was with them, or fear the people in the land. But they wanted to stone Joshua and Caleb. The glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle and asked Moses how long the people would provoke him and not believe him for all the signs he had showed them. He promised that those who had seen his glory and miracles, but did not hearken to his voice, and who murmured and provoked him, would not see the land he had sworn unto their fathers, and their carcasses would fall and be wasted in the wilderness. He would allow his servants, Caleb and Joshua, who followed him, and their seed to be brought into the promised land. The ten spies who brought the evil report died by a plague. The people mourned and rose up early in the morning to go to the place the Lord had promised. But Moses told them not to go. He said the Lord was not with them, they should not transgress his commandment, and they would not prosper, but be smitten by their enemies and fall by the sword. They went anyway while the Ark of the Covenant stayed in the camp, and many were killed. The Lord gave the Israelites laws about sacrifices and told them to put fringes on their garments with a blue ribbon to remind them of his commandments. He told Moses to gather and lay in front of him a rod from each tribe of Israel. The next day Aaron's rod grew leaves and almonds to show that he had been chosen to lead them. Nearly forty years had passed since the Israelites fled Egypt, and they camped in the desert of Sin. When Miriam died, they told Moses and Aaron, Would God that we had died with our brethren before the Lord, and asked why they were brought to this evil place with no food or water. Moses and Aaron went to the tabernacle and fell upon their faces. The glory of the Lord appeared, and Moses was told to gather the people, take the rod, and speak to a rock that would give them water. Moses did not speak as commanded, but lifted up his hand and smote the rock twice. Water came out abundantly, and the people and their beasts drank. The Lord told Moses and Aaron, Because ye believed me not, to sanctify me in the eyes of the children of Israel, ye shall not bring this congregation into the land which I had given them. We don't exactly know why this happened, but other scriptures say Moses rebelled against God and did not sanctify him at the water before their eyes. Aaron died, and his high priest duties were passed to his son Eleazar. On the way to Canaan, Moses told the king of Edom they would pay for any water they drank, stay on the highway, and not go through any fields. But the king refused and sent an army to make sure they did not go through his land. This made their journey more difficult, and they spoke against God and Moses, asking why they'd been brought to die in the wilderness and still had to eat manna. The Lord sent fiery or poisonous serpents that bit them, and many died. The Israelites told Moses they had sinned and asked him to pray unto the Lord to take away the serpents. The Lord told him to make a fiery serpent of brass and set it upon a pole. Those who were bitten needed to exercise their agency to look upon the brass serpent, and they would live. This was a type and symbol of Jesus Christ, who would be lifted upon a cross. The Israelites were healed and traveled towards Moab, whose king Balak was afraid of them. 
He sent the elders of Moab and Midian with rewards of divination to a prophet named Balaam and asked him to curse the Israelites. Balaam said he would ask the Lord, and he was told not to go and curse the people because they were blessed. He told the princes the Lord had refused to give him leave to go, and they should go back to their land. They returned and told Balak, and he then sent more honorable princes to tell Balaam he would be promoted to a very great honor if he would curse the Israelites. Balaam said that even if Balak gave him his house full of silver and gold, he could not go beyond the Lord's word. But he asked the Lord again if he should go, and the Joseph Smith translation tells us he was told to rise up if thou wilt go with them, and would be told what to do. The Lord had already given Balaam his answer not to go, but he could now choose for himself, and the next morning Balaam followed his own counsel and left with the princes. This leads to a very unusual story. As Balaam rode his donkey, the angel of the Lord stood in his way with a drawn sword in his hand. The donkey saw him and turned into a field. Balaam was angry and smote her to turn her back. But she saw the angel standing between two walls. She thrust herself against one, crushing Balaam's foot, and he smote her again. The angel moved to a narrow place with no room to move to the right or left, and the donkey fell down. Balaam was angry and smote her with his staff. The Lord then opened the donkey's mouth, and she asked, What have I done that thou hast smitten me three times? Balaam said she had mocked him, and he would kill her if he had a sword. The Lord then opened Balaam's eyes, and he now saw the angel standing with a drawn sword. He bowed his head and fell flat on his face. The angel said he went out to withstand thee, because thy way is perverse before me, and asked why Balaam had hit his donkey three times. She'd seen him, and if she had not turned out of the way, he would have slain Balaam and saved her. Balaam said he had sinned and did not know the angel stood in his way. Balaam told Balak that he would only say the word God put into his mouth. Balak said he would reward him if he cursed the Israelites, but Balaam blessed them instead and prophesied of the coming of Jesus Christ. While the Israelites dwelt in Shittim, Balaam eventually betrayed them and told Balak how to get them to commit sins with the people of Moab, including bowing down to worship their false gods. This weakened them spiritually, and without the Lord's power, they could not conquer the kingdom. The Lord's anger was kindled, and he told Moses that those who had turned to idol worship and openly rebelled against him should be slain. He also said that Moses would not be allowed to enter the promised land, and Joshua was now called to lead the children of Israel into Canaan. And this is Numbers chapter 11 through 14 and 20 through 24 in the Old Testament. Look for hidden images located throughout the video. You can download a coloring page and activity puzzles for each section on Etsy at PonderFun. Visit our new PonderFun.com website and Facebook page to find more fun things to do. And you can listen to these as a podcast. Please like and share these videos with anyone you think might enjoy them. Also, please subscribe to this PonderFun YouTube channel and you'll be notified whenever I make new videos. Thanks again for watching and find some time this week to ponder.